Ladies and gentlemen, the recipient of the National Jefferson Award and the number one New York Times best-selling author, your host, Dave Pelzer. Hello, America and world at large. This is your host, Dave Pelzer. How are you doing? Thank you again, as always. Thank you so much, again, with all that's going on in the world, with all that's going on in, in your state, with all that's going on in your community and your family. Thank you so much for taking walks with us. We have a lot of fans that like to walk, take their walks or meditate or just have a cup of coffee. Greatly, greatly, humbly appreciate every time we can get together. I know how busy everybody is. Uh, there's less time to relax and so forth. A lot of moving pieces in this day and age. Unbelievable. So thank you for taking your valuable time to give us a listen. Because I, I really believe this is show number eight. I truly believe after uh, uh, you know three or four shows, you kind of get the rhythm. You kind of get the rhythm. This is obviously a, a very unusual podcast. I am not your best podcast host, but I will always give you the best in everything I do. Because that's just life. No one is perfect. No one is above, above it all. You do the best that you can with what you have, and you just keep on trucking, as we used to say. You keep on moving forward. So thank you so much for giving us a listen. And our, our first question of the show, on every show, and it, and it kind of goes into what we're going to talk about here in just a few seconds, is how are you? How are you doing in, in the middle of all of this? Are you getting good sleep? Are you working out? Are you are you meditating? Are you are you keeping your house in order? Mentally, physically, spiritually, are you doing okay? And there's gonna be a lot of ups and downs and, and there is. That's why it's so important to, 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 to take those respites, those 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 moments of solace and hold on to them and plan for them. I, I, I have to slow down myself and say, Dave, have a cup of coffee and, and, and just have a cup of coffee. Dave, listen to some music. Dave, play piano. I have to make sure that I am in check as well. Because like you, I'm just all over this universe trying to do what I can to, to be of assistance. So as we always say, in all that you do, take care of you. All right. Well, Oh, my goodness. Things are, just when you think it can't get any weirder, it, it, it is getting. What did Hunter S. Thompson say when the going gets weird? The weird turn pro. And and I think as Americans, we're pros at this now. We got this. I'm, I'm getting a T-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, I wish I thought of the idea because I wear lots of T-shirts. And, you know, sometimes I, I wear them on fires and, 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 and mail them to foster kids, you know, whatever. Take a photo, mail them to foster kids and so forth. But I have a T-shirt that says 2020. And we only give it one star. And this is the, the end of August, for goodness sake. So we still got a few more weeks to go. But this has been kind of a weird week for us in America. And, and that brings me to uh, a, a sentence I was, uh, I, I, anybody who knows me knows I love films. I'm a film buff. I can tell you who directed it or who wrote the screenplay or what this means and, or the uh, behind the scenes of films and so forth. And I'm going to give you a line from a film by Mel Brooks. Gosh darn, man. I, 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 we, we need a guy like Mel Brooks now more than ever. He gave us blazing saddles. And we were watching. I was uh, working at the station, covering for about, uh, uh, was it eight, nine days. And, you know, I'm pushing 60. 
and I have a firefighter who's 50, 52, and, and we're the same generation, and we just love Blazing Saddles. And I happen to have it, and I brought it to the station. And these young these young youngsters, you know, 22, 21, they looked at Blazing Saddles, and they turned white. I'm going, I mean, they just lost all the color. You thought they were going to faint. They lost all the color in their face. You know, they're going to fall over with all the, the, the jokes and, and so forth. I'm going, no, this is not what you think it's about. It's really the opposite. It's about this town that's so prejudiced. Whether you're black or, or, or if you're Hispanic or if you're Italian or whatever, that they have to work together to save this small town from, from these bad, 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 bad guys. And, and, and the, uh, the sheriff they bring in is the first African-American sheriff and how he's received. And it's a funny film. It's a great film. But he gave us, again, Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein with our good friend Gene Wilder. And he gave us the History of the World Part 1 uh, on, on just a beautiful, and the producers, if, if you remember, he gave us the producers. It was, a, I think, a late 1960s film version of that, if not early 70s. And then a few years ago in the 90s with Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane. And, of course, the Broadway play. And I, I have never been to a Broadway play, ever. I'm not one of those type of guys. But I was in New York doing the New York author thing. And, and my agent, God bless her, Lori List, she, she was so kind. I said, I want to see a play. Can I, whatever. And and she bought me a ticket, which just really melted. I'm not used to people doing nice things for me. And I got to see the play. And it was just, uh, I can't begin to, if you've never been to a play, ladies and gentlemen, you have to go to a play. Wherever it is, go to a play. It's not only the acting and the sound, but the sets and the dancing and the lights. It's just, um, it's it's a real life film. That's all I can say. And afterwards, I think it was 11 o'clock. It was so cold that, that my, 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 I had a runny nose. It was getting frozen. And I remember doing the, the, the typical New York dinner thing. You know, I had dinner appointment at 1130 with my editor. And uh, I remember behind us was, was our uh, America's uh, sweetheart, uh, Burt Reynolds. You know, and everybody said hello to Mr. Reynolds. And, you know, I got to shake his hand for a second. And you can tell that he was kind of getting on in years. But it was just an amazing experience. And that's what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we can all plan these things, but then, you know, those, those plans never work out as we want them to be. But if you kind of just let loose and let go, maybe you got to walk a few blocks, 22 blocks in, 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 in the snow and the cold of New York to have a nice dinner. And you never know who you're going to meet. And it's no big deal to him. And it's really not a big deal to me, but it's, it's a nice, it's a nice memory. It's a nice memory. Make good memories. So with that lecture, let's go back to our premise as I go on a riff. But once again, there, there's a line uh, that I love from our, our good friend Slim Pickens, the actor. Slim Pickens, of course, was in 1941 with Mr. Spielberg and directed it. And John Belushi was in it. And John Candy. It was a big as John uh, Robert Stack was in it. Everybody was in this film. It's a comedy about uh, how we reacted to the initial days of World War II. And he was in, of course, Slim Pickens was in uh, Dr. Strangelove. A lot of Western, Slim Pickens. But he says in this, there's a line in the film called Blazing Saddles. I think it's his first line for the character. You know, things are just going crazy. People are not doing their job. They're whooping and a-whopping and a-dancing and just, oh my goodness. And Slim just rides up there and says, what in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? And that's, and, and, and that's, and, and, and that's the premise of, of what's happened this week. Unbelievable. 
I mean, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Take a deep breath. We got a pandemic. We got a worldwide pandemic, which has caused a lot of stress and a lot of unemployment. A lot of folks can't pay their mortgage. They can't pay their rent. We're worried about, we still don't know how we're going to do kids in school. We've tried it for just a little bit, but the kids are getting sick and the staff is getting sick, for goodness sake. So we're still working that out. And then we got the continuous stupidity in D.C. And if that's not enough, you got hurricanes and tornadoes and floods. And now here in the Golden State, where I reside, it's so golden it glows from all the fires. All the fires. We have two massive fires in Southern California. And if that was enough, in the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area, and north of that, we had over 11,000 lightning strikes. I don't know how you can count that much. I mean, well, I've, I've actually seen how they do it. They, they have these cameras and, you know, they, and, and they have someone who goes, okay, that's, that, they, they count them out, which 11,000. I always get bored after five or 10. 11,000 is like the Tom Cruise version of War of the Worlds. I thought, because I saw it. I was up, uh, ours came on Sunday morning at about 4, 4.30. And, and I live right by the ocean and, and North Sonoma Coast. And it, it actually looked like the War of the Worlds lightning strikes. It was just long and big and boom. 11,000 lightning strikes in 72 hours, which, 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 which gave us over 556 separate fires in a matter of days. So we have all these things to worry about. And if that wasn't enough, ladies and gentlemen, write this down. Peaches. Here's your PSA, your public ser- service uh, announcement. If you have a peach right now, throw it away. If you have a peach, just throw it away. They say some of it may have salmonella. Whatever state you live in, if you have a peach, look at it, admire it, but please throw it away. It's, it's this whole, what I'm trying to say is just, this is all so much. And as a firefighter, we, we, we had a little smoke and we had to hike. And before we can hike down and go up the hill, uh, uh, we had to clear it with our chainsaws and we do little things and so forth. And we couldn't get any air attack because it was a dedicated the time to Southern California. I mean, this, this, it's, it's, it's insane. And, and I've been running around back and forth here and there between, um, you know, No Sonoma Coast, the Sea Ranch. And my beloved Russian River in, in, in Monterio and Guerneville, and, and, and that's under extreme fire threat. Uh, by the time you hear the show, I'll, I'll probably still be there. I'm leaving right after this. I'm actually doing a show for you folks right now. And then I think in a matter of an hour or so, I'm going to make my way back down to uh, the Monterio uh, Russian River area to see if I can help those folks out, out there. But man, I, I got it. This, this is just insane. I, I, I told the crew, and this is, this is a bad joke. If you don't like bad jokes, well, I'll just mute this for about 20 seconds. I told my crew we're responding to another call, another uh, either smoke investigation or, you know, a medical call and so forth. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I joked, and I said, you know, folks, guys, guys, obviously I'm not going to heaven. And they all nodded immediately. I'm going, well, thank you for that vote of confidence. Obviously I'm not going to heaven, but I need one of you I looked at the new guy. You know, the new guy is, is, is about maybe six, eight months into this and has been training, working very, very hard. God bless him. I said, I need one of you to kind of be the sacrificial lamb and take one for the team and just 
just die. So you can go to heaven and talk to God, talk to G. Diddy, my higher power, and 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 get him whatever he's. Remember the Wizard of Oz, ladies and gentlemen. The Wizard of Oz, uh, uh, everybody, Dorothy and 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 the Tin Man and 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 the Cowardly Lion and 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 and, and the Scarecrow. They they, they they saw somebody behind the curtain mix, mixing with the levers and, and, and the sounds and so forth and just, just doing crazy stuff. We need somebody, to, 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 you know, whatever I told them, go, go to heaven and get whoever's working the controls to stop. To stop because it's just, and I, it's unbelievable. I, 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 I don't, I can't imagine right now I cannot imagine right now being be, be, be a parent or, 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 or being a CEO or, or someone of significance or being a politician right now. I mean, this is, I, I actually think, what's next? What's next? Is it going to be Godzilla versus the monster from Cloverfield? Because we've, we've kind of, we've hit the gambit here. We've done it all. When we get, you know, the, the fact that we're finally trying to shop and we can't eat peaches, that, that, that's, that. You have my attention, is what I'm saying. That's a lot of stuff, ladies and gentlemen. That's a lot of stuff. I, and, and, and that's the premise of the show. Because, I mean, I've got nervous. Whenever I drive around and, and you know, I, I have a little thing that says, you know, fire captain of Sea Ranch. And everybody in my neighborhood knows me. And, you know, and I, and I feel bad when, you know, they knock on the door. I says, do I need to evacuate? What about this? What about that? I say, well, I think we're okay for now, but keep a bag packed and, you know, uh, uh, have at least three quarters of a tank of gas and, you know, just watch, watch, watch the news just a little bit, just watch the news. But I, I think we're okay now. I think we're okay now. Everybody's so, so nervous. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I understand because whether it's the neighbors or we have massive road closures from where I'm at to the, the Russian river area, I drove up North after I, I did some uh, work uh, the other day, and the night was, uh, you know, night nightfall was coming, and there was these bowling ball size of rocks coming down from the hill. For goodness sakes, and then you think about the little things with road closures and all these weather issues. Like one of my neighbors says, "What do I do for my meds?" And I thought, "Oh my gosh, I don't know." And at first, I thought, "Well, I'll go down when I go down to a store. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get your meds. But then I'm thinking, well, the stores I'm going down to in the Russian area, they're closed. Everything's closed for the next, you know, 40, 45 miles, for goodness sakes. It's just a lot. And I know, I know it's a lot for some people. It's actually too much. And ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I'm always trying to give advice. But on this one, with everything I just said about, about the virus and the kids and the weather and, and worried about paying the rent or the mortgage or your car payment and then peaches. I was joking with a neighbor and I said, oh, by the way, don't eat peaches. And my neighbor just like just wanted to explode. And normally I say, no, don't. It's okay. I said, go ahead. Go ahead. My elderly neighbor uh, she's a widow. She she never. I've never. I've known her for nine years. She's the epitome of grace, the epitome of grace, and she just just blew up. I, so I'm saying, go ahead, let it out, let it out. We've talked about purging before. Let it out. That's perfectly normal to feel that way. It's perfectly 
normal to feel that you're just overwhelmed. It's perfectly normal, and I'm so sorry. There is nothing I can say or anybody can say to, to, to change all of this. Nothing. It's, but at the end of the days, I, I just think we, you know, when it comes to, you know, being frightened or overwhelmed of something unexpected that certainly you don't deserve. At the end of the day, you know, I do hate to say this. I don't want to be the, the, the old codger on this one, but we got to deal with it. It's easy in a way. You just take the peaches and you throw them away. Take the peaches and just throw them away. If you're in a situation like a, a possible fire is coming your way or, or, or you got to leave because of a hurricane or something, you, you, you know these things, those, those things, you know they're kind of coming. So again, you keep your, you know, your gas tank full for your vehicle. You have a, one or two exit strategies. strategies. You have boxes. I recommend plastic boxes. Kids like to put things in backpacks or plastic boxes. Have them put, there are 10 most important little things. There are books and, 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 and a stuffed animal or a blanket or something. Put it in the box and get right, put it in the car and this way you're ready to go. Just, we, we, we have to, I think this is the age, ladies and gentlemen, for whatever rhyme or reason, that we just have to be thinking ahead. The thought process of it can't happen to me is gone. It can happen to all of us, all of us, at any time or any place. And all we have to do, I know it's a lot of stuff to put in the backpack, that mental backpack with all that's going on. I talked to a friend and he says, Dave, I don't think I can pay the, the rent in the next three months. I've got three months worth of, 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 of savings and that's it. What do I do? What do I do? Do I get another? I said, stop, slow down. Let's just take this one month at a time. Did you pay? Yeah, I paid it a few days ago. Good. You got 30 days. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Because I do know that there are some uh, new job openings because of the pandemic. We're doing things different. Uh, uh, there, there's services coming up like people will, will, will do virtual learning for your or teaching for your children. There's different things going on right now. Because all I'm trying to say is, we just have, it's just another thing that we have to deal with. It's just another thing. Write that down if you're taking little mantra notes. It's just another thing. And hopefully, hopefully that will help just a tiny, tiny bit. I know it's not a lot. It's not a lot. I mean, I, I used to fly for the Air Force. We have a checklist. If this doesn't work, go to checklist. Go to the checklist at page 72. And you look, okay, do this, this, the pull circuit breaker, adjust throttles, manual boom latching, do this, do this, try this, boom, and nine times out of ten it works. Or when we flew for the Air Force, if it didn't work, we call the command post, and they have other checklists. And if that didn't work, we would call Boeing. They would pipe us into Bowen, Seattle, and they have uh, several people at the desk. Oh, uh, 717 Air Tanker, uh, 1954 model, da, da, da. Okay, what's the problem? Oh, try this, this, and this. See, I'm kind of used to that. But we're, we're, we're on the other side here. We're, 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 we are way, way past 1492 sailing to the ocean blue. We have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. So all we have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is just deal with it. It's just another thing. And again, I have to be fair and say, 
I know this is hard on parents or whatever field of endeavor you're in. It's unfair. It's unexpected. But at the end of the day, we have to deal with it. We can't just clam up because a lot of people I'm seeing right now, they're just clamming up and getting frustrated and, and going in their physical and mental cocoon and, 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 and waiting for the winds of change to blow over. Well, you can do that for a while, but you still have to do something to take care of yourself to make sure that you can, per se, weather the storm. You know, you have to do something, especially if you're a parent, especially if you, you, if you have other folks with you and so forth. So, you know, it's okay to, to vomit out, to cry, to yell, to swear, to whatever but at the end of the day, we have to take a deep breath and do something. That's why I'm, and, and, and it sounds terrible. It's like we really don't have a choice on this. We really don't have a choice, but this sounds, I'm just, I'm, I'm impromptu here a little bit. I, I, I kind of deal with stress differently than a lot of people. Um, everything is mathematical to me. It's like when I get toned out for a fire, I know, I think, okay, what are we going to need? I always go forward in my mind and think, okay, what, what resources do we need? What, what, what do we need? Water or do we need extrication equipment or is it, do we need a helicopter? That, I, I do that within like a few seconds of the initial tone out. And half the time, you know, it, it doesn't matter. We have these CAL FIRE professionals and they're taking the lead and so forth. But it, I, I always try to think ahead. And it was because, you know, what happened to me as a kid, I just had to learn to deal with things. And I think for some folks, again, if you're 40 or younger, you know, everything came so easy, whether it was an iPad or we had good financial times for generations. For generations, we had great financial times and everything, whether it's the HDTV, the smart TV, or playing these uh, uh, PlayStation games, per se, or uh, uh, having nice vehicles without, I mean, I, th I didn't have a nice vehicle till my late 30s. You know, it just was what it was. I really, really had to scrimp and save. And when I got one, I really appreciated it all the more. But for the younger generation, this is a lot to swallow. It's a lot. I was raised that you were 25, 30 years with one company, and then, you know, you either retired there or you got another job somewhere else. And then you can kind of take a few days off. But I think for the younger generation, this is a lot to handle. And I understand. But at the end of the day, you know, when you become my age, you're going to look at it and say, wow, we overcame 2020. <laughs> One star. 2020 was so bad, so bad, the baddest of the bad, not good. One star. And imagine maybe 10 years from now, if you're a young person, there's a little bit of a situation going on. You're going to go, you know what, if we can handle 2020, we can handle this. So I'm trying to be a little bit of an optimist for you folks. This is why I'm saying, please don't get sucked in. Don't get sucked into the, the, the abyss of despair. Because I, I, I said it on the last show, and I'm really going to hammer it on this show. You're better than that. If you listen to the show at least three or four times, and I know I kind of bounce here and there, and I try to tie things at the end of the day. And sometimes things you just can't tie, and that's just life. But if you listen to the show, it tells me that you're not obtuse. You're not adult. You're not an idiot. That you can think for yourself. That you can make your own decisions. My job is like a golf instructor. I'm trying to give you a better swing, a better follow-through. 
my job. I'm obligated to tell you the truth as I see it and hopefully take you to wherever you're at and just lift you a little bit higher. But actually, you're lifting yourself. Anybody can say, butt up, chin down, swing away. And you got to do all the work. They say you got to hit over half a million golf balls to, to kind of get your swing. Kind of get your swing. But you've got to do that work. You've got to, you know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of golf balls to hit, ladies and gentlemen. So my job is to try to help you. So if you listen to the show, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. It doesn't matter male, female, what age you are, what gender you are, what religion you are, what color you are. I don't care. I don't care. Because I respect and want to love you all just the same. But I want to give you some credit. If you listen to the show, you're better than that. You know, and, 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 and I gotta, I, I've said this when I used to talk to my airmen. I say, I expect greatness from all of you. You never know when greatness is going to be needed. So always do your best on all the small things in life. So when the fit hits the shan, you got a plan. And your plan may not work, but at least you're going to try to do something. While other people are running around going nuts, going crazy, and, or truly, truly, truly need help, you can provide that assistance. And half the time, it's just common sense stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And you know this, and I know you know this. So all I'm trying to say is, please don't get sucked in. Because when it comes to being overwhelmed, you know, we... we, we, we it, and especially this last week, I mean, I've never seen anything like this. I couldn't believe it. So when it comes to being overwhelmed, let me, let, let, let me give you a couple of things, if I may. Number one, and we've talked about it before, but we're going to hammer it again. Just lessen your exposure to, uh, to, 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 the, to, to, to the news. The news cycle has to be gratuitous. It has to be what I call sexy because sex sells. You know, think about 9-11, you know, and the towers kept coming down and coming down and coming down. Or the pandemic initially, how many people died here and how many people died there and how many people affected? It's horrible. It's horrible. But with the fires, what I did was this. In the Bay Area, I think we've got five major fires and some of them have combined, which is really horrifying. But but what, what I would do is I only, I only focus on the two fires in my county. The other ones, you know, in, in San Mateo County, which I used to live in San Mateo County or Santa Clara County or Marin County, I'll watch them, but I'm not going to get sucked into that. I just need a sit rep, a situation report on my fires. Now, we get uh, more briefings with, with, with CAL FIRE and we get notifications with the National Weather Service and so forth, being a, a first responder. But all I do is I just get my sit rep and that's enough for me. That's enough. And that's it. Because uh, it's, and especially if you're still sheltering in place, or we've had massive evacuations. I think over 77,000 plus people have evacuated. And, 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 and if you're listening to the show, God bless you. And, you know, please be safe and Godspeed. Use your common sense, please. And patience. I don't think I've said that word before in the show. All of us, myself included, please be patient with all that's going on around you. Take a deep breath. Give yourself extra time. 
especially if you've got kids because they're going to they're like little volcanoes they just erupt 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 boom 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 just be patient that's why again you got to take care of yourself with all that's going on you see how this all ties in together ladies and gentlemen this is all about you keep it together keep it together kid keep it together man keep it together Remember Eddie Murphy and Bowfinger. Keep it together, man. Okay. This thing, this is deep. Okay, man. I got this. I got this, man. Okay. A lot of movie references today. I thought I'd throw some humor out there with all the <laughs> all the hard stuff I'm giving you. But I'm just saying, please lessen your exposure to the news or to the blogs or whatever rumors. Rumors are just rumors. It's weird because I... I I would the neighbors would come over and oh there's the you know the, the Smith family's with Dave oh and the Jones family comes over and well I heard this and I heard that and I said stop you know well I I think I read a blog on conspiracy.com that says this is all lasers it's 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 the government the government started these fires from the lasers stop 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 look at the source okay rumors are, <laughs> Are the worst thing to get sucked into, but I guess some people, I don't know, they just so don't stop it. And again, be smart. If anything, after you get your news, shut it down. Shut it down. What I do is I have a, a soundscape channel, and I listen to you know that the the the, the nice easy going music, you know, uh, with with waterfalls in the background or you know crackling fire or something. You know, and I listen to this very gentle music, so it helps me just to calm down. Because I, I do get amped up. I'm all too human, and I gotta watch myself. You know, and sometimes I come in and I'll get toned out again, or I'll come in, I'll shower, and we're on the road, we're on to the next call, and that's fine. That's that's what I signed up for, and I like to stay busy. But, folks, sometimes I just gotta shut it all down. Because I'll say this. If you can't handle it, then don't handle it. Don't expose yourself to it. It's that simple. But Dave, I got to get the news. I got the, You've already got your news. Get your news in the morning. If you got to get it in the afternoon. If you got to get it in the early evening. And that's it. That's it. That's it. I mean, you know, just give yourself some clarity. Give yourself some space for your size, for goodness sakes. Please. It's just, especially if... If something's eating away at you or sapping away your strength and your time and your energy or more important, the F word. Yes, the F word. Da, 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 da. Focus. If something takes away your focus from taking care of your family, from performing your duties, from doing the everyday things that need to be done to accomplish things, shut it down. It's that simple. Just shut it down. Even if the show, if the show is too much for you, shut it down. I'll do more shows in the future. Shut it down. If you can't handle it for now, it's cool. Just shut it down, for goodness sakes. I, you know, or, or as I say, just let it go. Let it go. You know, just it, it, it sounds kind of simple, but it, it really is. Just let it go. The number two thing I want to talk about, and, and this is kind of important, and, and this is where it goes into one of my stories here, my first story here, is, is put down or shut down the cell phones, 
and the iPads and the tablets. Now, here's, here's the thing. I, I, I remember uh, a, a dear friend of mine, uh, Father Lincoln, Father Howard Lincoln. I should tell you a story about him. He's, a quick story. All right, here it is. Howard Lincoln, when I was in Palm uh, Desert, I lived in Coachella Valley, uh, uh, Sacred Heart in Palm Desert. Uh, I, I've never met a man so beautiful with his heart to God. He was working in the restaurant business in L.A., and he was walking home, and he came home to his wife, and his wife's like, Howard, what's wrong? And, 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 and he says, I walked with Jesus. And she smiled. He says, Howard, you've been walking with Jesus for years. He says, no, I walked with Jesus. I walked with Jesus. I had a, 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 a spiritual experience. And, and, and he, he, he eventually became a, a priest, which means he had to divorce his wife, who he still loves to this day, and she remarried. And she still loves him. Who wouldn't love Howard? And, and Howard Lincoln, Father Lincoln. And it's amazing because he applied, and, and everybody turned him down. He says, you're too old, or, you haven't, or, or no, one, no one will want you, or, or you're, you're too open-minded for us. He was the first uh, uh, preacher that I've met, a man of the cloth, that said the A-word, abuse. He talked about abuse from the pulpit. I was like, oh my gosh. He talked about the D word. He talked about divorce. He talked about, and he always had good stories and he would, you know, tie it into the Bible that he knows backwards and forwards. And, and it's, it's just, I, I always like to find people who are smart and people who are, who, 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 who can say things and do things to help others in need. I remember he told us one time that he said in the late 1980s, computers are going to do 90% of our work and give us more than 50% of our time off. That's what they predicted, every, a computer in every home. And, and, and I remember reading that when I was a young person going, wow, man, computers, they're going to solve all these things and we're going to have so much time. Woohoo! And then in the year 2000, and four, they say, yes, a computer, there's five computers in every home. And now we're spending 80% of our free time on them, which has given us more stress. Given us more stress because we're basically addicted to that. So I'm saying again, please put down, you know, your, your phones and your iPads and your tablets. Does that make sense? They, they, they say the average person spends at least three to four hours a day on their computer. And in a time of crisis, as much as six to eight hours a day on their computer. Well, six hours, that's not a lot. Really, really, let's, let's do some mathematical math, shall we? 24 hours in a day. Uh, you sleep six to eight hours a day. Uh, it takes about a good hour a day to shower or shave or put on your makeup. And if you're a lady, you do your hair. Hair is the most important thing for a lady and so forth. And then if you're going to work, going to from work, or if you're working from home, you're working, what, six to eight hours a day. And then if you have the children, how much time do you spend on making their meals or getting them together? And then how about going shopping or how about getting gas? How about going to the dry cleaners? How about all those little things? So that how much time does that really leave you 
to, 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 to be on your computer. I mean, after, after that, you know, for yourself. That's not a lot of time to relax, for goodness sakes. So all I'm trying to say is, please just be aware of it. Because the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, and, and I know you know this, but over time, we've all, myself included, we've, these devices have slowly crept into our lives. I remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is how old I am. Go to uh, Google Miami Vice. Miami Vice, the TV series. And they, they had Crocker and Tubbs, and the guy had a, their undercover cops in Miami getting the drug lords. And they got, you know, they got the, they got the smooth, suave clothes. And I remember one time, Sonny Crockett had this cell phone, man. It was like one of the first cell phones. And it was like, it weighed like 80 pounds. It had a big antenna. I mean, like a Schwarzenegger guy had to carry it around for him because it was so huge. But it was like, wow, man, that is so cool. I got to get one. I remember when cell phones first came out, like, wow, that guy must be really important. He's got a cell phone. He's talking on it all that time. But these things now, everybody's got one, you know, and, and they've slowly have crept into our lives and we can't do without them. And I understand that I cannot do without a cell phone. I got an active 911. So I know between the two districts, calls coming in, where we're going. I have a Google map so I can get the crew there safely. Uh, I got weather reports. I have something called Pulse Point within uh, my district. Any call, I can pull up and say, okay, this call here, this call there. Uh, and again, the weather alert. I've got a compass. I've got all this stuff on my little little cell phone, for goodness sakes. And and I understand we can't live without it. But I think sometimes it's it's weird how things just take over our lives. I'll never forget, I took the lovely Mrs. Pelzer off to a steak dinner. It was a very, very fancy uh, a steakhouse. And, and, and I always like to uh, go there about a half hour early and, and, and uh, you know, have a drink and, and just relax, particularly like, you know, Friday night date night. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big dater. I love the day. You know, I love that whole romance thing. And I just love to sit down and relax. And I, I, I do like the people watch. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a voyeur, a psychological voyeur. You know, and, and, and lovely Kay and I would talk about her week or my week or what we're going to do or something like that. And sometimes we wouldn't say anything at all, ladies and gentlemen. We would just enjoy that moment. And and, and then we went in and they put us in a nice table and, you know, we order appetizers, whatever. And we're just, we're, we, we, and, and, and it's so weird. Sometimes when I enjoy a meal so much, I can never finish it, number one. And two, I eat so slow. Like, like when I when I'm really enjoying myself, when I'm off duty, uh, like when I when I go to to, to the Monterey area, or anywhere I, I choose to go, all I do is I just get a room and I sleep and I nap and I read. And then when I walk, I walk real real slow because I'm always going so fast. And I do that deliberately. So I'm eating a nice meal. I eat real slow because I'm going to get the most out of this. I want to enjoy this as much as I can. And I remember, you know, we got a nice steak and, a, you know, whatever, potato thing and a vegetable thing, what have you. And right in front of us, because here's what I do, folks. I, I order dinner, of course, but I always see what other people are eating. <laughs> oh, that looks good. Oh, what are you getting, Kay? I mean, we always used to do that. And I remember there was this couple right in front of me, a little bit more uh, elderly than us. And I swear to you, in the middle of this beautiful, beautiful steakhouse and, and the lighting and the candles and the whole obvious of the whole thing. 
They're both on their cell phones. Texting. Texting. Unbelievable. And even the waiter's like, <clears throat> uh, your, your dinner? Your dinner? Oh, yeah, she has put it down, put it down. <clears throat> and they continue texting. They were texting so long. And I was watching. I was timing. Okay, it's been 17 minutes, which is probably weird of me. I says, okay. They're, and, 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 and they finally got to their steak and, uh, you know, snapped their fingers. Waiter, waiter, wait. Yes, yes. How can I help you? This is cold. Send it back. They were texting so much. They were so addicted to whatever they were texting. I mean, you're paying a lot of money for a big, thick, you know, T-bone steak there, folks. And and I see a lot of couples do that. When I fly, I I, I try to keep my cell phone off to reserve my battery. But I noticed I, I would play a game if there's like 500 of us, or let's say, pardon me, no, if there's 300 of us about to enter a jet, a wide-body jet, I would see, I, I, I would initially count who's got a cell phone. I would stop after 100. Actually, the game I played later is like who doesn't have their, who's not on their cell phone. And I was one. You see what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? So we've got addicted to this. And all I'm trying to say is be aware of it. You know, and, and, and just make it a point to limit, to limit, to limit. And I know it's, it's, it's weird. You go to the bathroom, you, you pull out your cell phone as you go into the bathroom. Okay, all right. Killing time, okay. Or it's just weird when I see, when, when back in the day when you will go out, people go into bars and stuff like that, and they got their friends around them, and they're texting, oh, I'm at the bar, here's a selfie. Oh, I'm, I'm at the bar, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But they're not enjoying themselves. They're not relaxing. Does that make sense? And they get all stressed out. Which, which brings me to this. I, I have a friend. I, I, I have a, an in-law who has a beautiful daughter. She's a young woman. And, 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 and you know, she, she, she contracted the virus. And, and you know, she, she's okay. She's not really out of it yet. You know, she's not up to full strength physically. But she's, she's really starting to spin and what about this? What about this? What about this? And the parents say, you know what? We got you and we'll take care of you. And just, just relax. Just relax. And, 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 and she says, you know, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm not sleeping. Well, then you need to get some sleep. What are you doing? Well, I'm on these websites. She's on like coronavirus.com. I'm just making this up, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Please, please. Something the effect of coronavirus.com survivor, survival uh, group or whatever, something. And I don't know if they're Zooming. Or, or just a little texting, Facebook thing. I don't know. But I just can't imagine if they're Zooming and let's say there's 20 people there and you get someone that's like, ah, tweaking out. Or someone like Eeyore, well, I guess I can die today or tomorrow. I don't know. And she's getting sucked into this. Unbelievable. So I'm saying, please don't do that. Some people, and again, it's making her more scared. And the, the joke is, folks, ladies and gentlemen, and you know this, some people feed off of this. They feed off the fear. They feed off the drama. Or there's some that are so mentally unbalanced, they love to manipulate. Does that make sense? And you're always there's always going to be the drama person. There's always going to be the, the Eeyore person. And there's always going to be that, that, that weird conspiracy person. I was in Montreal one time, and when I'm doing paperwork with the chief, and this guy dispersed in and says, hey, man, the lasers are killing me, man. They're killing me. What? Whoa, 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 lasers. And I thought he said lightning. Lightning. What? What? Lightning strikes? What's going on? 
Lasers, man, they're coming from the government, man, and they're zapping things, man. And 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 the chief was going head to tail with this guy, and I and I said, Chief, don't. I said, Sir, okay, we appreciate your time and be safe. God bless. Boom. You don't engage cons- these people because the, the conspirators are the, the, those who are, have the conspiracy theories. You know, they're they're pretty smart people on that one particular subject. They know how how to debate, and you're going to lose that debate. Don't get sucked in, please. That's all I'm trying to say. It just it just with all that's going on, and there's going to be more things by this time. By the time you hear the show, whether it's 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 a Ebola outbreak or, or or something, there's going to be like I say, I I, I am I'm predicting Pelzer Dumas. One of my characters when I do comedy, Pelzer Dumas, all unknowing, all unseeing. You've heard of Nostradamus, who sees all and knows all. Pelzer Dumas, all unknowing, all unseeing. I predict. Johnny Carson would love this. I predict, okay, Godzilla versus the mutant from Cloverfield coming to you this week. That's, 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 I, I don't know what else we can do or what else, what else that can happen. So all I'm trying to say is, folks, if we can just somehow uh, take a deep breath. Take, you know, it's just like, you know, and that's why I keep saying parents, because when you're a parent to a kid, a toddler, particularly once these kids start crawling, oh my gosh, it's just, these kids are all over. Where's the kid? I don't know, man. Oh, he's on the roof. Okay. He's on the roof. Okay. He's outside. Okay. He's, he's, he's repelling down the cliff. It's, it is what it is. You got to wait for the next thing. When you're a parent, you can deal with anything, especially if you've got two or three kids. If you're a parent, you can deal with anything because your mind you know, it's like, okay, there's, there, there's poop, there, there, there's not in the toilet, there's poop in the sink. All right, well, there's poop in the sink. The first time it happens, you get upset, but after a while, you just take care of the poop, wash your hands, and go on to the next disaster. Am I right? It's kind of like being a firefighter. You just run these calls. In the wintertime, ladies and gentlemen, we might get toned out, uh, let me say, four times in 20 minutes. And we'll be out there for hours and hours and hours and hours. And all you do is, okay, divide. Okay, we're going to fix this. Clear the road from this tree or from this branch or whatever. And either we, we all clear it and go to the next call or the chief will divide us up. Okay, you do this, you do that. Okay, you take care of Michelle and the poop. And I'll take care of Johnny uh, doing crayons on his, on his sister's face, markers on his sister's face. I mean, as a parent, that's just the reality of life. Ladies and gentlemen, that's also, if anything, take a deep breath. Exhale your anxiety. Think for yourself and take one step at a time. (sighs) Then another and another and another. And that's all that we can do. Period. Because again, ladies and gentlemen, No one, no one has an answer, not even a fraction of the answers to all of this. That's why I say it slowly. That you just do, remember how I I, I always end it, and I'm going to end it again, but now maybe this resonates. For right now, that's all that's going on. Just rely on yourself. And do as much as you can for as long as you can, for as many as you can. Do you see how this all ties in? 
and think and do for yourself. You know, again, if you're listening to the show, you're not adult, you're not a dummy. You can do this. Just limit your exposure, for goodness sakes. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I had a story for you. I think it was from, uh, we had a question from our friend Tina from La Crosse, Wisconsin. And I was going to tell you the story, part one of the story of, uh, of uh, I had a two-parter about, or, t- or two stories about my mother and I. And I was going to tell you the second story about my mother and I and how one time she took me fishing. But I'm way, way over my time. So, Tina, I did get your email. And, yes, uh, to answer your question, I have been to La Crosse. Uh, I've been there in the winter, January, February of 1994. And I've, uh, I know you folks have a beautiful uh, donut shop there. And I actually did some courses at the Turbo College back in the day. And we'll talk about that next time as well. So uh, I'm sorry that we didn't get the story, but I, I think we, we've got some, we, we, did, we did a good job for you today, folks. I hope, I hope you get a lot out of this show. So let's do a little housekeeping before we say bye-byes. As always, I want to thank our good friend Pat Metheny for allowing us to use this amazing, amazing music. And it's particularly with this show, you know, listen to that end song called Farmer's Trust. If you have any questions, please go to our website. It's Dave Pelzer, P-E-L-Z-E-R dot com. And write us a question. We might be able to put it in the show or do a show around you. You know, and again, Tina, we will we'll, we'll do that for the next show. I I I, I owe you folks, uh, uh, <laughs> not so serious. Why so serious? I, I owe you I owe you show, and we'll we'll do story time. I think for the next show, if you like. So thanks again for giving us a listen. And I do mean this, ladies and gentlemen, more than ever. Please know you're never not alone. You are never never alone. If you can hear the sound of my voice. And again, you know I'm not the best podcaster, but my, my, my hand on my heart, I want to give you as much as I can. Please know that you're not alone. And if you're going through a bad phase right now, just remember, it's only for the now. Wait. Wait for it. Wait, wait for that pendulum to swing to the other side. And again, you know, better days are ahead. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, as I always say, you know, Keep the faith because you never know what the tide is going to bring in the next day. So, as always, do as much as you can for as long as you can for as many as you can. So this is your host, Dave Pelzer, saving America and the world at large from itself, starting with me. So until next time, take good care. And as always, good day. Good luck, and God bless.